the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Samaritan woman. Samaritan woman is another story of repentance which we in the past seek as a first thing. Fasting is firstly for repentance. The story of the Samaritan woman is the story of every sinner, every sinner. This Samaritan woman was coming to get some water from a well in midday, about 12 o'clock midday. And she found the Lord is waiting for her. And this is not accidental. It is the Lord actually arranged it. The Lord wanted to see her and waiting for her. Where? In our needs. In our needs. When we are desperately in need, we find him there to fulfill our needs. The Lord took to the Samaritan woman saying, give me to drink. And the woman looked at him, he is a Jew, she is a Samaritan, and there was enmity between the Jews and the Samaritans and they are hating each other. They don't accept each other. So she said to him, you are a Jew, I am a Samaritan, we don't talk. And then the Lord said to her, if you know, if you know who is speaking to you, and what I can give you. I have living water. Everyone drinks from this water will be thirst again. But the one who drinks from the water I give, the living water, would never be thirst again. And the woman was shocked. Can you give me this water? And then she asked, give me this water, please. But the, the water she asked him, how can you have living water when you haven't got a bucket 
Of course, he is saying, I have a living water, not like this water. So I don't need a bucket. What is a bucket in our understanding? The physical needs, the physical needs. But the Lord can fulfill our physical needs without a bucket, without any physical things. But he can make us be satisfied, rejoiced without a bucket. And that is why I remember Mr. Ayad Ayad who was a, a great preacher in St. Mark in Heliopolis. One day he was so ill and he had to go to preach and couldn't and said to his wife, I can't go to preach. And she said to him, you have to, even if you are ill, even if you are sick. And he said, I can't. She said, you have to. So he said to her, let me pray first. And he went to pray. And he was not, was nearly blind. But he opened the window and started to pray. And he said that he saw a light from a big distance and that light started to come closer and closer and closer and closer and that light when it came very close became like the Lord Jesus Christ and he even approached him more and more till he came and he felt he gave him a kiss and he said that I was overwhelmed by feeling of love and joy never felt it before And he was late and the, the bishop there was waiting for him to come down to the church to say his sermon. So he sent two deacons for him and the deacons knocked his door and said, Mr. Ayat, Mr. Ayat, come, 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 Sayyidna wants you. So he said, come where? They said the sermon. He said, what sermon? They said, oh, Mr. Ayad, you've been confused. Come, come down. And they took him and went to the church. And Sayyidna said to him, why are you late, Mr. Ayad? He said, late for what, Sayyidna? He said, the sermon. Come on, start to speak. And he forgot completely the sermon 
he was going to say and talked about let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth and after he finished everyone was rejoicing and Sayyidina said Mr. Ayat has to stay with us the rest of the week to complete what he said today. The Lord in his power, his power is hidden in his weakness. And this is our Christianity. We are in Jesus Christ powerful but hidden in our weaknesses. We are rejoicing in our sadness and pains. We are, as the Lord said, rich in our poverty. And that is why the Lord was making himself in need when he is the one to give. When he is the one who had the living water. When this woman said to him, give me this water. So this is, he led her to ask for the living water. He wouldn't give anyone living water without asking. So the first thing is, if you know, if you know, you would ask. And the second thing is to ask. To have the living water, you have to know, you have to ask. This living water is the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit. We know that in the Old Testament that Noah went into the ark and being survived in the water. There was water from above, water from down there, but the water was his salvation when he was hidden in the ark and the ark is the church but everyone outside was perished apart from Noah and his family and all the animals in it even when Moses took the Israelite in the Red Sea the water surrounded them and saved them from Pharaoh as well when the Israelites went to Canaan Joshua had to go through the Jordan River and Jordan River being split as well to get into the promised land 
when Elijah was offering a sacrifice in front of Baal, he said, put water on it, water in it once, twice, thrice. And the water brought the fire to take the sacrifice, which is the Holy Spirit. When Moses hit the rock, and the rock flew water for 40 years, never stopped and followed the Israelites from wherever they are. When even Christ was on the cross, water came out of his side, water and the blood. And then the Holy Spirit descended upon the disciples. The water, the living water, is the Holy Spirit. This lady was in desperate needs for compassion. And the Lord said to her, Go and call your husband. And she said to him, I have no husband. I have no husband. So this water was for what? This living water for what? For the forgiveness. This living water is the love of the Lord to her. So the first thing about the living water is if you know. The second thing, ask. The third thing is to have the love of the Lord and the forgiveness of the Lord. And the fourth thing, when she said, that I have no husband. He said, yes, you are right, because you have had five husbands and the one who is with you is not yours. You talked right, she confessed, she repented. Then she said to him, I know when the Messiah come will tell us what, where to worship. And then this, the Lord said, it's me, I am the Messiah. And she worshipped him. So to have the living water, you have to worship him too. But after what? After to know and ask and to be loved and feel the love and to be forgiven, 
then you worship him out of gratitude, out of faith. And the last thing the Lord said to her, your sins are forgiven really. Then she left the bucket. She left the bucket. She left the bucket and ran away. It simply means she had drank from this living water. And when she drank from it, she was filled with it. And the living water, you know the difference between the living water and a well water? Jacob's well was a well water, means constant water. Living water is a spring, is water coming flowing and never stop flowing. So she drank from this living water and this living water filled the heart and started to overflow. And overflow means what? To go and to call the others. She went to the Samaria and to call all the Samaritans. You know this lady? She was an agent for Satan. She was the one who was a stumblestone for the men in this Samaria. She was the one who was leading them to Satan. And once she drank from this living water, she became a different person, a saint, a witness to the Lord. She was calling them to the Lord, calling them for repentance, calling them to believe and to be saved. This Samaritan woman who was a great sinner became a saint in no time. This Samaritan woman who was a stumblestone for all the others became the leader for all of them to heaven and to the heavenly kingdom. May our Lord Jesus Christ gives us all to learn from this Samaritan woman Number one, to know. Number two, to ask. Number three, to be loved and feel the love and take the forgiveness. And number four, to worship. And number five, to call the others to come to the Lord and share our joy and faith and the heavenly kingdom. Glory to God forever. Amen.